Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much to Say. So this week was a really big one for Song Suffragettes. I was able to play this seventh anniversary show, which is crazy that it's been going on for seven years. That makes Song Suffragettes officially my longest relationship. So big deal, big deal. Now, I've talked about it a little bit on the show, but I know that some of you might not know what Song Suffragettes is, and that's okay. I'm going to explain it to you. Song Suffragettes is a collective of women in Nashville who are all singer-songwriters, all play their own instruments, all sing their own songs they wrote, and we have a weekly show at the Listening Room Cafe. If you guys ever visit Nashville, you have to go. If you go on a Monday, you'll see us. If you go any night, you'll see incredible music, hit songs, all the good shit that makes Nashville what it is. But Monday nights are very special, and that's when we play. We started it after noticing that there was this massive, massive disparity with women in country. And this was seven and a half years ago when this idea uh, came up. My manager, Todd, is the one who started it. And uh, he asked me to be a part of it. And then as we worked together more and more, we you know, ended up working really well together. And that's when he started managing me. So he's been managing me for about five or six years. And uh, I've known him for you know the full seven and a half that I've been in Nashville, which, wow, we are coming up on eight years here really, really quickly, which is crazy. But at the time that we started it, women were making up less than 10% of the country radio airplay charts. And it was really disheartening. And to be completely honest, like I grew up in the, you know, everything from LimeWire to Napster to Spotify generation where we just listened to what we wanted to. We weren't, you know, constricted to whatever the radio was playing. And that's kind of how our parents grew up. Like, unless you were listening to it on a record, you couldn't just go make a playlist. Like mixtapes started happening, but not when like my parents were in high school. So you listen to what was on the radio. And some people are still like that, especially people who aren't, you know, millennials and whatnot. 
And like you just listen to the radio and that's where you find your new music. So when the radio isn't playing women and that's where you discover your music, that sucks. So I didn't know that there was a problem because I was doing the opposite where I was making playlists. And so to me back in, you know, 2013 when we started this and started talking about it, it was like... I was like, wait, really? There's a problem? Because I remember my playlists were all the band Perry and Carrie Underwood and Miranda Lambert and Taylor Swift and new artists like Kelly Bannon, um, new artists at the time. And I like, I loved her. And actually, to be honest too, my, my radio station in my hometown played her all the time. So I didn't know that Kelly Bannon didn't have like a number one song because she was really popular in my hometown and elsewhere. I mean, she's just incredible and her new music has been amazing. She's hosting a show on Apple radio. She's just absolutely killing it. But anyways, I digress. Just a big Kelly Bannon stand over here. So I just didn't know. And so when Todd showed me the facts and figures surrounding like women being played on radio and women getting record deals and publishing deals and whatnot, I was just like totally dumbfounded because I I just didn't know. And as soon as I knew, I knew and I couldn't unsee it. And then I kind of realized, you know, I was like, God, I play a lot of these rounds with a bunch of bro-y dudes singing about trucks and stuff. And I was writing a lot of party songs at that point too, because, you know, that was what was on the radio and I was trying to get cuts and stuff. And I remember so frequently having guys be like, oh, you're not like the other girls. You don't just like all sound the same. Like you're here and like you're singing like cool songs and stuff. And I took it as a compliment. And there's so many times, like, whereas women, we get compliments that are a twofer when they're an insult to another woman or other women in general. And so being like, you're not like the other girls. Like that's actually kind of a shitty thing to say. And I hate when people are like, you know, I play around a with a bunch of different people and they come up and they're like, Oh my God, we liked you better than everybody else. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to say thank you, you know? But anyways, so we wanted to kind of eliminate that at song suffragettes and have a place where we were disproving that all girls sounded the same and were only singing sad songs and couldn't be on the radio and what all they wanted to say. I mean, a big, a big part of the, you know, people making excuses for the climate for women were people in radio saying things like, well, you know, if women were writing better songs, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I mean, better than you left me by Mickey Guyton should have been a smash. And it's just so tragic and just shows you like what, women are up against and specifically, you know, black women and black artists, because that's just a whole different thing. And, uh, we had Brittany Spencer play the show, uh, this past Monday and I'm a huge fan of her. If you guys haven't listened to her music, she's amazing. And she's been so outspoken about what it's like to not just be a woman in country, but to be a black woman in country. And she's just, you know, just amazing. I think that, you know, it takes, it takes people being loud and being willing to, you know, I don't want to say complain because that trivializes it, but like people to be honest about what their experience is and what they're facing and, and what is being said to them about like, you know, why they can't make it and, and whatnot. And, and it takes, it takes people being honest about that. And so I've always tried to take that perspective when it comes to being a woman in country, but I just want to give Mickey and Brittany a huge, huge shout out for, the, you know, the, the, what they've taken on by being a megaphone for other girls who might not have a platform or, you know, might be too afraid to. And it's just, I don't know, it's just really inspiring. And I just really, really love Brittany. So check out her music. She's incredible. 
And the show was just like, oh my God, it was so full of warm and fuzzies. My only complaint was that I didn't get to play around with my best friend, Candy Carpenter, because we had to host the two separate rounds. So it's okay. It's all right. I'm fine. We play together like all the time, literally. So it was, it was cool. It was a really, really special night. And just getting to celebrate that, we gave an award to Ashley McBride and she's a badass. And then Tennille Arts, who is in the top 10 right now, I think, at Country Radio. And she's been playing songs for Jets for like... I want to say like four years now, maybe longer. And so to see her go from like, you know, a new girl in town with, you know, just writing songs and trying to figure out who she is to having a top 10 and climbing is just, oh my God, it's so incredible. So it was just a really special night, but we basically just wanted to give girls a place to play, a place where we wouldn't be told, oh, you're not like the other girls. You don't just sing sad songs. Like girls don't just sing sad songs. Holy shit. It's, it's just so disappointing. And I think that there was like, God, I mean, it, it was a different time then. Like, people weren't talking about it nearly as much. And now you have, you know, Bobby. Um, shout out to Bobby. We we love him. Thank you for giving me this podcast. Uh, you're the best. <laughs> but he, you know, started the Women of Country show, uh, the I Heart Women of Country. And that's really, really, really special and has given a lot of girls a chance to be on the radio when we might not otherwise. That was one of the first times I think I heard my song on terrestrial radio, if not the first time. Terrestrial is like FM, AM, etc. And then uh, satellite radio is XM. But it was big. There was, you know, I mean, because I think that's played on like 120 different stations. So when a song's played on the Women of Country show, it's like it's played a lot of different places. And it's very, very cool. But, you know, it just wasn't quite at the forefront. And then it became more and more of a conversation over the years with different situations like tomato gate, which is just kind of a long exhausting story, but Google tomato gate and you'll see some, this guy said some really dumb shit. People saying dumb shit, man, it just never stops. But anyways, it, it was a huge turning point because it really called attention to the issue and really presented an opportunity for a conversation. I've had so many fun times at Song Suffered Us over the years and then also so many embarrassing times. I mean, I think some of the most special ones to begin with were our first few shows. I think our first ever special guest, so the second show at Song Suffragettes, Kelsey Ballerini came and played her brand new song, Love Me Like You Mean It, which was about to be sent to radio. And I just loved her from the very beginning. I thought she was so, so sweet. And that was my first time meeting her. And that was like 2014 before, you know, she really blew up and became the superstar she is now. We also had um, Carly Pierce play a couple shows later. Emily Wiseman, they're both killing it right now. Emily has a Grammy. That's huge. And it's just really, really cool to see the girls kind of blossom. And, you know, we've had some really cool moments playing at CMA Fest, can't believe we're missing a second CMA Fest this year. That depresses me so much, but I miss seeing people. (laughs) But um, we used to play these really, really big shows, and we will get back to it soon and have, like, really fun special guests. So I got to sing with Sarah Evans and Jesse James Decker and got to sing Strawberry Wine with Dina Carter. That was a huge holy shit moment. Um, Yeah, it's just been crazy. I've also just met so many friends through there. Like, I met... Haley Steele and Lena Stone through Song Suffragettes, and I wrote Fight Like a Girl with them, which obviously ended up changing my life. And then I met my best friend Candy Carpenter through Song Suffragettes, and literally, it was so funny. Like, we played the show together, and she came up to me afterwards and was like, Do you want to be friends? And I was like, Yeah, for sure. And then now we have matching tattoos. So <laughs> that's just how it goes. Sometimes you just got to ask the person if they want to be your friend. You know, it's that easy. It's that easy. 
Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. I mean, it's just been amazing to have this community of girls who relate to the problems I have. Like, it's so weird to be an artist because, like, sometimes the things I need to vent and complain about make me feel like an asshole because I'm like, oh, well, like... I have to tour and, rah, rah, rah. and like it's not that I'm complaining about touring it's that I'm complaining about the fact that I haven't slept in three weeks but I don't really you know I feel like maybe my my parents wouldn't really get it they'd be like well wh- isn't it fun I'm like well yeah it's fun but I also like haven't slept or eaten something that didn't come from a gas station in two weeks and I slept in a van last night like I, and so being able to talk to your friends who've been through that like that's really amazing and also just like advice like I really respect Candy's advice and you know she's because she's been there through a lot of that stuff and it's just invaluable to have people who understand you and I've had so many people be like how are you friends with other female artists like aren't you competitive and I'm like no and truthfully like I'm not really that competitive of a person I'm not always um 
I'm not a pushover at all. Like I, I do not put up with people being shitty to me. And that's where I can be like my most intense and my most combative, but I'm not competitive at all. Like I even like little stuff like board games, like I just don't care. I just want to have fun, you know, but if somebody's like cheating, I'm going to be like, fuck you. You know, like that's kind of my, my style of competition is just being like, if you're not playing fair, I'm going to call you out. But when it comes to other artists, I just want to like learn from people. I mean, playing with Candy, like her vocals are absolutely insane. And being friends with her has made me so much more confident in my voice. And you can totally tell listening to recordings and live videos over the past few years, like how much my voice has grown and how much more comfortable I've gotten with it. And I used to think that I didn't have a very good voice and I've been writing songs since I was six and I was very, you know, I was very used to hearing people compliment me on my songwriting and that's my number one thing anyway. So I never was like hurt by it, but I distinctly remember the first time someone commented on YouTube that they liked my voice and I was like, are you sure? Like, really? Oh my God. Thank you. And that was like the first time anyone had said that. So I kind of always had this thing in the back of my head that was like, you're not a great singer. And I used to struggle with it live as far as like breath control. Cause that's the hardest part is like running around stage the way I want to and still being able to breathe. So I practiced a lot of yelling songs on the treadmill, like while, and like trying to like keep my breath under control and, you know, took a couple vocal lessons, started doing warm ups, started just pushing myself, but how all had to do with candy and just, you know, seeing how great of a vocalist she is and have her be like, no, your voice is really great. You can do that. You're just scared to. And yeah, that was, that was a really big moment. I also had this guy I'm friends with and, and write with named Lindsay Jackson. He literally called me out one time, like over Instagram DM. And it was like such a huge moment for me, but he said, Hey, so I've been thinking about what you said in the studio a couple of weeks ago. And you said you had a songwriter voice and he's like, and, and you don't, he's like, the only thing holding you back is that you don't think you can do it. And so when you're in front of the microphone, thinking about how you can't hit that note, you're not going to, but if you just think you can, you will. And like, it seems so simple, but it really is all in your head. And as soon as he said that, and candy said the same thing, like my voice changed. And I'm so much more confident in it now. And that's like the definition of supporting each other. And I think that, you know, I've helped Candy in different ways too. And, you know, she respects my opinion. And that's really, really nice. It's really nice to have people care about what you think. Some of the funniest moments that have happened at Songs of Jets. Okay, one time I <laughs> was playing the show and I was wearing extensions as country singers do, you know, the higher the hair, the closer to God. And I had them in and I was playing this like very serious song. It was one of my older songs called Roses Are Red and it's like a very heartbreaking ballad and I'm playing it and I'm all into it and like just totally committed to the emotions and I like see my extension and it looks longer than the other ones and I'm like looking down at my hands while I play guitar and then I catch it and I'm like, oh no, something bad is happening. And it just slowly, slowly slides down and just falls out and it's on my lap. And so I have this like furry thing on my lap that looks like a small creature and I'm playing the song and I'm like, oh, nobody noticed. And then like, I know that I'm gonna have to move my guitar. I can't just keep it on my lap the whole time. It'll look like I'm growing hair out of my knee, you know, the, the way it was, it had fallen. And so I had to be like, hey guys, um, 
thank you. I'm glad you like that last song. Uh, I've been lying to you. This is not my hair. It's hair I purchased from someone else. And um, it just fell out and I held it up in front of the whole crowd and it was just so funny. And I, that was a big lesson too in like being comfortable with making fun of yourself because that created such a funny moment. It was really memorable and like didn't suck as much as it could have if I'd been, you know, all insecure about it. One of the most traumatizing moments at Song Suffragettes was probably when... Oh my God. Okay. So as I've talked about several times, um, my ex-boyfriend had a penchant for sleeping with my friends after we broke up. Like it was like a a thing he did a lot and it was just a weird flex. Um, anyways, there was a girl that I had figured out, had seen him and it was so weird because she came up to me at a song suffragette show that we played and was like, Hey, like, I just want to let you know, like I did a photo shoot with your, your ex the other day. And I didn't know that he was like, that was your ex-boyfriend. I'm like, that's so weird. Cause you totally met him with me, but like, okay, girl, whatever. And I just didn't really think anything of it. Cause I was like, why would somebody be dishonest with you? And she was like, but like, I won't do it again. And I was like, okay, cool. I mean like do whatever you want. Like I, I totally get it. This was like literally within like, <sighs> maybe three weeks of us breaking up and um he was very busy around that time I don't know if all these girls knew that they were overlapping and I'm doing the math and I'm like Jesus Christ anyways um (laughs) so she says that and then we play a song suffragettes show a couple weeks later as I'm figuring out that she had ended up like having a thing with him having feelings for him they or mutual, whatever. I tried to like not really know too much because it just made me uncomfortable. And I had just found out like earlier in the day and then had to play the show with her and was playing like all these really sad breakup songs about him. And like, I don't know if two people have ever been more uncomfortable in our lives. And like, I wasn't even like mad at that point. I was really just kind of sad about it. And that's worse. Like, when I get mad, it's like, okay, when I just get sad and disappointed, like that's when you know you really fucked up. So it was a rough night getting through that show. I also think we played like a really sad song for the cover, if I remember correctly too. So I was just trying to hold it together and that was just, what a time, what a time. But other than that, I mean, there there's not really any drama with the girls. That's one of the best parts about it is it's just so supportive and everybody backstage like wants to help each other. We're like sharing, sharing like makeup. And I mean, it's COVID. So not really now, but like we used to like share makeup and like help each other and like learn harmonies for each other's songs and walk away with everybody's numbers in your phone and just like hang out and stuff. And there's been so many new girls to play songs for that I'm obsessed with. Mia Mantia is one of the best songwriters I've ever met. And she's still in college and she's just like, She's the most inherently likable person I've ever met in my entire fucking life. She's just, you look at her and you're like, I want to, I want to be your friend. I want to know you. (laughs) And then there's this girl named Allie Dunn who played for the first time on the anniversary show. And she writes with my boyfriend a lot and they write some really, really great shit. And I just think she's just such an artist in the sense that she couldn't sound like anybody else if she wanted to. Like she's just so herself and so singular. And I'm a very, very big fan. So if you guys ever want to come to Songs Over Jets, we do shows every Monday at the Listening Room in Nashville, Tennessee, but you can also tune in on our YouTube and watch live, which is really, really cool. If you can't be here or you're, you know, still kind of hanging at home, it's a really great way to be part of the show. And we have some really cool merch as well. It's like actually very, very cute if I do say so myself. And it's a great way to support the cause because really 
my my manager and and team are are doing this out of you know just the kindness of their hearts and and the passion they have towards helping female artists and it's really beautiful and I can't believe it's gone seven years and it makes me really happy to know that people have wanted to hear female artists enough to keep this show going for seven years because if it was true that country fans didn't want to hear women sing we wouldn't be here we would have lasted like a year and um at the very beginning of song suffragettes I remember reading this tweet online where somebody had said it was like this like parody or like it wasn't like a meme it was like an anonymous account called at not a hit songwriter or whatever and it was supposedly this quote-unquote hit songwriter who just basically talks shit about nashville all the time anonymously and like i get it that's probably very cathartic some of his tweets are really funny but he said something and he was like just because you package five average female artists together doesn't gonna it isn't gonna make them one great female artist or something like that and i was like oh that's so uncomfy and I remember people like kind of talking shit to me a little bit like being like oh yeah you you started song suffragettes where they just whine about being girls all the time and I'm like ew ew oh one time I was like kind of on a date with this guy and we ended up meeting up with his friends and one of his friends said that and I was just like okay bye and then I drunk texted him for like six months after that but anyways that should have been my sign that I needed to yeet out of there so it's very very important to me uh thank you guys so much for listening about the story behind song suffragettes and i hope to see you at a show or see you online thank you guys so much for tuning in i'm kaylee short and this is too much to say If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.